Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! Welcome back to the Next Gen Nerd Podcast, where we talk nerdy and we talk ministry. I'm excited about today's episode. We're talking about some of my favorite things. But before we do, as always, I want you guys to follow me on Instagram. That's nextgen underscore nerd. Or you can find me on the web at nextgennerd.com altogether. I would love to hear from you guys. Drop us a review on iTunes. uh, Give us five stars. Subscribe to the podcast. There's plenty of ways that you can do that. Uh, I encourage you to do that and share it with a friend. Okay, We're going to be covering some of my favorite things over the next several episodes, and uh, I'm going to be a little passionate talking about these things. So make sure you guys check it out. So today, the first thing we're going to be talking about is the Justice League Snyder Cut. Okay, So that just came out last week, um, and I love... Justice League. Uh, I really do. Uh, I read the comics most completely. I read all the way through the New 52, which I think was like 10 volumes. Uh, I don't know how many issues that breaks down to. Probably about 60 issues. Um, But read through all those comics. Read them before, read them after, but like I said, most completely during the New 52 reign. Uh, I watched the cartoon all the way through several times. Still have it. Enjoy watching it. Great storytelling, great character development, uh, fantastic. Even when at the end, so like the first several seasons, it's just like the core team, and then at the end, the last couple seasons was very much uh, bringing in all these minor characters. I loved even those episodes, learning about these minor characters that either I hadn't seen in the comics or I didn't know a whole lot about from the comics. So I loved the cartoon. Um, just the action was another cartoon series that came out recent, more recently. Uh, I've watched it with my kids. They're all like short 10-minute episodes or 5-minute episodes. Uh, they're real short. Uh, but even then, I, I just enjoy I enjoy the teamwork of the Justice League. I really do. Uh, I love the how they, they all need each other. Um, it really helps to uh, kind of nerf Superman a little bit because he is such a powerful, overwhelming character. But to just see that there were plenty of villains that could take him out and he would need Batman or he would need Hawkgirl or he would need Wonder Woman or The Flash or Martian Manhunter, yada, yada, yada. He would need these people uh, was always uh, just uh, a, a great a great show to watch. Fantastic show to watch. Uh, you Find it wherever you can find it. It's worth buying the DVDs. So the movie was getting ready to come out a while back, um, and I was I I enjoy it because I have a high pain tolerance for movies. I can watch just about anything and enjoy it. I had to tolerate Justice League, uh, and uh, I didn't really like Batman v Superman. I didn't didn't really enjoy that Dawn of Justice or whatever the subtitle was. Um, I really wanted to. I really wanted to because I love these characters. I really do. I believe that they are better characters than we see in totality, looking at the their entire work, uh, comics, cartoons, uh, I, I think these are better characters than some of the movies that have been dedicated to Marvel characters, so I really wanted it to work, and it just didn't, it just really didn't, um, you know, I made excuses and said, well, you know, it, it was Frankenstein together because Zack Snyder left and whatever, so anyways... So that was that was the Joss Whedon cut, uh, which I like several Joss Whedon things. I like Firefly. Uh, I um, I like Alias. You know, but I 
I just could, I couldn't get on board with this. Couldn't get on board with this. So the Snyder Cut's getting ready to come out. Uh, and for those of you that aren't aware, so Zack Snyder did um, uh, did Man of Steel. He did Batman vs Superman, and he was working on Justice League. Um, uh, his daughter passed away. He had to step back, and so Joss Whedon came in. And I don't remember what the exact percentage was, but I heard it was something like only 10% of the stuff that Zack Snyder shot was actually still used, and the rest was all new stuff, uh, a new story. And so um, so I hear that this Snyder Cut's coming out, and I'm like, oh, I'm down for anything superhero, and so I, I, I'm, I'm going to check it out. And then I heard that it was just over four hours long, and I'm like, golly, do I really want to watch something that's just over four hours long? And then I realized that I spent at least that much time watching rerun Office episodes or whatever else, so surely uh, I, I can watch it. For those of you that are that, that immediately go, I'm not watching this four hours long, it's broken down into several chunks, several chapters, so you could like watch a chapter and go do something if you wanted to, uh, and then come back to it each night. But I watched it all the way through. That's not true. I had kids with me, so... I watched it over the course of probably about six and a half, eight hours, um, watching some, taking care of the kids, watching some, taking care of the kids. But I got to the end, and I really enjoyed it. I found myself uh, grinning several times. I felt like it was a more cohesive story than was told in in the the original. Um, I really felt I could I could see like this is what he was going for. One of my biggest pet peeves. And this is so funny. I learned this week. One of my biggest pet peeves with the Avengers movie I've shared before is there was no real character development in the first Avengers movie. Like it really just felt like let's just let's just blow things up. Let's really not learn about these characters. And who did the first Avengers movie? Joss Whedon. So I should have known that that was going to be the case. Uh, and so he stripped all this character development out, and Zack Snyder adds it all back in, adds it all back in. And so by the end, you're looking at these characters, and like you actually care about all the characters, which is a big deal because after the first one, I just I didn't care about them. But um, I felt myself grinning. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I did at the end go, golly, like this is getting to be a little long. Uh, the the majority of the stuff that he reshot that Zack Snyder did as he was getting ready to put this cut out was all at the very end where he was kind of showing like this is what I could do if y'all give me another crack, if y'all give me another shot. Like this is what we could do with the Justice League. Uh, and so it was it was a little long, uh, long in the tooth there at the end. But um, really, I mean... Fantastic actors, fantastic story. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. But like I said, I've got a high pain tolerance for bad movies, and I'm a big fan of Justice League, so that my view may have been a little skewed. So I listened to a critical review, uh, and wouldn't you know it, they enjoyed it as well. Now, you know, you're going to find stuff wrong with any movie. There were several times I looked at it, I was like, I don't know why they did this. I don't understand that. That's a plot hole. They need to fix this. And, and part of it is because they shot all these things, and then they made other movies, and so it didn't necessarily line up. Um, I'll give you one. So it's, it's not really a spoiler, uh, but um, Mira is in Aquaman, uh, and Mira is in Justice League, and in that she talks about her parents being killed. Well, if you've seen Aquaman, you know that her dad's there, and that takes place after this movie. So... Um, it's a little bit of a plot hole, but I can get I can get through it. I can get by it because it was I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, one of the things that I really was I was stoked about, was really excited about, is they introduced several potential characters to build on in the future. Uh, some of these may have been in the Weed Cut. I was having trouble remembering what the Weed Cut was even about, to be honest. Um, but Deathstroke was there. Uh, the Atom was there. Not uh, not like the one from. Um, uh, from the CW verse, from the Arrowverse, um, 
and uh, but but another Adam, uh, the Lantern Corps. They had they had a few in there, uh, and Martian Manhunter, which I love some Martian Manhunter. L little crossover here. So I was really really funny that that Martian Manhunter was in this. I see it, and then I'm watching Falcon of the Winter Soldier, and Carl Lumley is in the new episode of Falcon of the Winter Soldier. You go, I don't know who Carl Lumley is. Sit down, I'm about to educate you. Uh, number one, the first time I saw Carl Lumley was in a TV show called The Mantis, which I loved as a kid. He was this doctor who was paralyzed, but when he put on this suit, he could fight crime, uh, and he had this really cool, like, uh, deep accent, uh, you know, think Martian Manhunter. Um, but I loved that show, and then I hear that same voice, that I had I'd watched that show over and over and over again as a kid. I hear that same voice in the Justice League cartoon as... Martian Manhunter. I'm like, this is exciting. Of course, they brought him back for Supergirl when Martian Manhunter was prevalent in Supergirl and his dad was there, and so Carl Lumley was there. Uh, and he was also in The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension. So if you like terrible sci-fi movies, start there. I don't get the hype with that movie at all, um, but maybe we'll, we'll talk about that at a future date. But anyways, so Carl Lumley was in the newest episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and uh, he forever and always will be who I hear when I hear Martian Manhunter speaking. Uh, but anyways, Martian Manhunter was in the movie. Uh, didn't want to give a whole lot away. I really don't think I did. I uh, hope you guys uh, get a chance to check it out. It's on HBO Max right now. Um, it's it's worth a watch. Uh, it was so funny. I'm watching this and I'm going, there's there something wrong with my TV? Because it was shot in 4.3. For those of you who don't know what 4.3 is, it's the old school television, like square television, not not letterbox, not widescreen. And I was like, there's something wrong with my TV. And then I was listening to the, the critical review um, on how did this get made. And uh, they're like, why do they shoot it in 4.3? And I was like, oh, it's not just my TV. Okay, that's how uh, that's how it was done. How it was done. But uh, anyways, check it out, HBO Max. I enjoyed it. I really hope that Zack Snyder gets a shot at doing something else. I also heard that there is uh, the the extended cut of Batman versus Superman was like uh, Justice League in that it was a more complete story, so that it feels more satisfying. So, wouldn't you know, it's going to be at my house via Amazon tomorrow, so I can watch the three and a half hour cut of a movie that I didn't really care for, and hopefully enjoy it just as much as I did Justice League. So as I was beginning thinking about teams, uh, I was thinking about my team. Uh, for those of you that this is your first episode, I serve as the next-gen pastor at First Baptist Church of Alachua. That means I am over college ministry, youth ministry, children's ministry. Uh, and it is a lot, but I love the people that I work with. I really do. I love spending time with them. My team, uh, I've got a fantastic team, which is how things get done. And so I just want to share a couple things that I do to equip my team, to pour into my team, so that maybe if you have a team, you can you can equip them as well. I know I said team like a thousand times there. You can you you can get it. Uh, so number one, right now I can smell in my office a big old pot of chili. Now I don't do this every week, but I try to like once a month make dinner for anyone in my team who wants to stay for dinner after Wednesday night. Uh, and so tonight is white chicken chili, and so I try to create opportunities for me to spend time with them. And sometimes we go to McDonald's, sometimes we go to Waffle House, um, but I really like the, the weeks where I have dinner made here so that we don't have to go anywhere, that we can just be here and be together and spend time together. I love spending time with them outside of when we're serving, uh, uh, doing life together. That's what makes our team great is that we like spending time together. It makes those times where ministry is hard that much easier when we can lean on each other and know that we're actually friends. And the other is something that I did recently called the Vector Conference. Uh, I called it Vector because I'm a dork, uh, and I immediately thought of 
uh, Despicable Me, when we have Vector the villain, and he says Vector is uh, moving in a direction with both, or mo- moving with both direction and magnitude, and uh, and so I decided I would call this conference I was doing the Vector Conference because we are moving in a direction with magnitude. Um, but so I did this conference, the stay-at-home conference. I found all these videos that we have already, you know, paid for and done, and um, and uh, just created what we would typically do in a conference going away. I, I had that happen for our team here. And and as I'm saying this, I feel like I've said this before. So if I said this on the last episode, I apologize. I recorded so much in the last week that uh, I can't remember where it, it actually fell. But um, it was great, though. We had a smaller number than I wanted, but what was really exciting was as I walked around and looked at the windows, I would see them. Uh, I would see them studying. I would see them taking notes. I would see them get excited and want to do something great with it, uh, and I did that because um, I did that because I wanted my team to be equipped, and that was one thing they had said that they felt they lacked was being equipped for their job, being equipped for ministry, uh, and so we did it. Uh, it was a lot of work. It took a lot of technical know-how, um, but at the end, everyone who was there uh, felt that it was fantastic, and my pastor was there, and he gave me the thumbs up and said it was good. So uh, it was it was a feather in my cap. If you want more information on how I did the Vector Conference, or I'd love to help you set up your own kind of conference at home, uh, just let me know. Hit me up. You can find me on Instagram again at nextgen underscore nerd, um, or you can uh, go to my website, nextgennerd.com, and my contact info is there. You can send me an email, but let's be honest. If you're listening to this, chances are you're a friend of mine, and you've got my number, so just text me. Uh, if you're not a friend of mine, uh, reach out to me. I'll give you my number. I would love for you to be a friend of mine and you can text me. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. We're going to be talking about one of my favorite book series, The Wingfeather Saga. Can't wait to talk to you guys then. See you.